Hello and welcome to the Writing Your Best Self podcast with me, Georgina Elmashady. Journaling is an incredible self-improvement practice that will help you cultivate the introspection and self-awareness you need to become your best self. Each week, we explore tried and tested techniques along with journaling prompts to help you dig deeper into yourself so you can leverage the wisdom within to achieve your biggest goals and create your best life. Let's get writing. Hey everyone and welcome back to Writing Your Best Self. You've had an amazing week full of deep self-discoveries and lots of powerful insights and breakthroughs potentially fueled by the relationship you have with your journal. Journaling is such a powerful technique that can really help us cultivate this journey towards self-understanding, self-ownership, self-leadership, self-love, self-trust, all the things that really empower us to be our best self and be the person we came here to be and do the work we feel called and driven to do during our lifetime. So today, I would love to drop right in and share three different journaling techniques that you can try now. Because here's the thing, often we have this desire to journal. We kind of know what the benefits are. We know that there are outcomes to be had from diving in, but then we are faced with that blank page. And before we know it, writer's block jumps in. And have you ever had that feeling of suddenly your mind goes blank. <laughs> this is, it's strange, right? Because normally there's a million thoughts going on. But when it comes to journaling, there are times when the words refuse to flow. And this is frustrating because we want to get our thoughts moving. We want to open that gateway to self-expression, to release. We want to find those opportunities to process our thoughts, feelings, and experiences. This is one of the reasons we turn to our journal. This is one of the reasons why we invest in the inner journey and the self-discovery. And what I found is writing is a lubricant. Once you start writing, well, the thoughts begin to unravel. You suddenly are overwhelmed with things you could say. However, you've got to get through that initial inertia. And that can be difficult, especially if you don't feel inspired or if you are just stuck or you're just not in a good place. Like sometimes we just have those moments when it all feels a bit meh. And creating that initial surge is a little bit like getting a car moving that is stationary. You know what it's like, you're, you start pushing the car and, and nothing happens, the car doesn't move. But if you gradually start to put momentum and energy into the car and you keep moving it, Suddenly and eventually the wheels start to turn, the car starts to move and that momentum in the car can help keep it going. It's a lot easier to keep the car moving once you've got it started than it is to get it started in the first place. And so that is the intention of the three journaling practices that I want to share with you today. They are methods that can just get you out of the gate, that can invite those words to at least start flowing so you can follow the threads and see where they go because this is the magic of journaling. If you just lean into the blank page, if you allow yourself to freely express 
whatever chooses to show itself. If you really go there and get out of your own way and don't judge the thoughts and the writing as it bubbles up, like often there's magic on the other side. So now that I've prepped you for what's to come, let's dive straight in to the first journaling technique that you can try now. And that first technique is stream of consciousness journaling. And the power of this technique is it allows you to tap into and express whatever is present now. It allows you to kickstart your journaling, kickstart that writing experience by becoming aware of what's top of mind. And a side effect of this is you actually start to build and enhance and develop your noticing skills. If you think about it, each day we're just bombarded with information. There's so much, there's so much happening around us and within us that in order to cope, in order to move forward, we actually dumb down and block out a lot of the stuff that we're um, interacting with. And sometimes the things we choose, I say that in inverted commas, the things we choose to ignore or overlook can actually be gateways into new levels of understanding and new levels of comprehending who we are. So stream of consciousness journaling is this invitation to really notice what is actually there instead of allowing those repetitive thought loops to just run on this hamster wheel circle. We get curious about what they are. We, we write them down. We make the invisible visible and tangible. And suddenly there's this clarity. There's also this clearance and often some closure. If you write how you feel, you can acknowledge actually how you feel. And if you're not feeling great, writing it down and then maybe getting curious about why can help you move through that rather than ignoring it. If there's a worry bubbling away, just the, th the act of writing out can release some of the energy that's attached to it and give you the, the space to, to work through it. This practice of free writing where anything goes, where there's no grammar please present, where you can jump from one thought to the other, where you can be as disconnected or as connected as you like, actually turns this junk and jumble into juiciness. Magic really does happen when you allow yourself to clear, clear out some clutter, to clear out some space from this overthinking, overacting mind. So when you dust that stuff away by scribbling away in a journal or typing away, you can see what's underneath, like something new can bubble up. You can set yourself on a new path. You can direct your thinking somewhere that's potentially more productive. And so stream of consciousness journaling is just this powerful tool that can start anywhere and end up anywhere. It's got no intentional purpose apart from just tapping into what's present. And in the process, you cultivate this ability to tune in and notice what is true for you in the moment, which as we know, can change at any time. But by acknowledging the reality and working with that to process, clear, compartmentalize, decide, choose 
however you decide or you need to move through whatever reveals itself on the page. Oh, it's it's powerful. It's a powerful process. So that is the first way. Now, the second way, the second journaling technique to try now is to write a list. Now, lists are super easy. They're super fast and they are also surprisingly powerful. And lists are really great for people who don't particularly enjoy writing or for people that find in their stream of conscious journaling that inner critic shows up too often. The inner critic is coming in yucky, 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 telling you that, you know, the writing's not good enough or what do you think you're doing this for? Where, are you, where you know, what kind of thoughts are these opening up? Yuck, yuck, yuck. Sometimes that can be really unhelpful. We have to practice silencing that part of us that gets too judgy so that the inner voice can speak and be seen and heard. But with list journaling, you're literally choosing a prompt. 10 ways to be myself, my best self today. Things I regret from my past. Things I imagine I'll do in the future. Hurdles I want to learn how to overcome. It can be anything. And in fact, in the show notes, I am sharing a free list journaling prompt. There's 50 prompts, 50 lists you can write. And you can just scribble away, write the lists out. However, there's a secret and a, tri- and a, and a tip that can take your list journaling from, okay, I've done that, to, oh my goody aunt, that really opened something powerful for me. And that's because I always invite you to force yourself, I say that in inverted commas, like guide yourself to write the list beyond what's comfortable. It's easy to answer a question with the superficial and surface level answers. Whatever question I ask you, there's going to be something that's immediately available. Bam, answered that. However, in this age where attention and the ability to concentrate and go deep is going to become increasingly valuable because we're in a, we're in a distractible age. We're in this age of information abundance, stroke, overwhelm. And to cope, our thinking is often very shallow. In fact, the human attention span is now officially less than a goldfish's. If we can cultivate that ability to sit with ourselves and go beyond what's obvious, to find those next level answers, to dig out those new connections, to find things that are beyond what we thought was possible. Well, can you imagine the quality of the lists that you could end up creating? I think it was Jim Rohn who said this, and I believe it's also in Think and Grow Rich. This notion that you're always one idea away from changing your life. Just imagine that you're always one idea away from changing your life. Well, I think Einstein said, I'm paraphrasing now this notion that if you keep thinking or doing the same things, you're going to keep thinking and getting the same results. What if in your list journaling, when you went beyond what was comfortable and you forced yourself to sit there and get up to 50 answers, for example, what if number 50 was the seed of the idea that guided you down a new path, that opened up a new door, invited you to make a choice that completely transformed your world, that gave you that breakthrough. Just imagine, 
That is the carrot that is dangling for you when you create lists that go beyond what is comfortable. That's why I think that's such a cool journaling practice to really dig into. Now, the third journaling technique, which you can try now, is to write a letter to X. It can be someone, it can be something. Now, the power of letter writing is that it really invites you to tap into a new perspective. So let's say here are some example letters you could write. You could write a letter from your 85 year old self to the present day you. You could write a letter to the friend who wronged you. You could write a letter to the relationship you're still entangled with. You could write a letter to the regret that you can't let go of. You can write a letter to the person you are in the realm of possibility. There are so many variations, so many opportunities. And the power of this practice is it invites you to embody a different version of yourself. It invites you to embody and step into the shoes of a version of you that has different insights, different perspectives, different levels of wisdom, different ideas, different knowledge. And from that place, well, you can make new choices. You can get to wear a different pair of glasses and see a challenge or an issue from a fresh angle. You can cultivate empathy for a situation that you really struggled to get your head around. Now, these types of letters are amazing for expressing old emotions or working through them. They're great for helping you create a breakthrough, for seeing that there's something else over the horizon. Because sometimes old stories and challenges can, can really get us stuck in ways of being that no longer serve the version of our best selves we want to be stepping into. In a letter, we can project things inside a safe place. So if we really blame someone for something and we express this in a letter, that's never going to be seen by anyone. We can really go there. We can get it out of us because when we get it out and we see it written down, sometimes we feel differently about it. Sometimes we can then see the situation in a different way, but holding on to those feelings, they're still knotted away inside you. Writing a letter can help you to change the story. So for me, for example, I had a story about being bullied as a child. Actually trying to look at that situation that I was in as a child through the eyes of me as an adult. I was able to see it. I was able to craft a different story around it. I was able to see a different opinion, a different perspective. And I'm not saying that the bullying was right. But I was able to write myself a story that left me feeling empowered rather than disempowered. And of course, you can craft this new level of understanding. And sometimes we just need a new way of understanding something to enable us to break free from it or enable us to step forward. If you ever had that feeling of someone says something and suddenly like all the dots join up instantly and it's like, bam. Oh my gosh, I know exactly what to do. Oh my gosh, now I understand why I'm doing that. Oh my gosh, I feel so amazing now because I can step forward in a new space. 
this this is the power of of our journaling it empowers us to cultivate our personal power it puts us at the center of everything in our lives and we can really look at and get clear and examine what we can do like who we've been who we are being who we choose to be why we're experiencing certain patterns why these events keep showing up why people may be responding to us in this particular way why we're stuck there's so many places you can go to in your journal that can free you liberate you elevate your personal power all of it isn't it amazing that something as simple as a notebook and pen becomes this place of personal transformation and empowerment And as I come to the close of this episode, I really encourage you to redefine what a journal is for you. Because it's not just a notebook. It's space. Your journal is space, protected space, expansive space, space that can hold all of you, regardless of what you put into it. Space where you can have this conversation with the parts of yourself that scare you, the parts of yourself that wow you, the parts of yourself that you're ashamed of. Your journal has the space for you to work through things, to explain things, to express things, to be disappointed about things, to be fearful about things, all of it. All of the emotion, the spectrum can be handled and held inside your journal. It's here to really nourish and help us cultivate our own self-improvement journey. It's it's here to help you choose and understand and trust where the path of your best self needs to go next. And whether you choose to, to write by hand or you prefer to type, the most important thing is that you have an outlet, a safe outlet, where you can click a switch that enables you to tap into the inner being that you are and then express that magic somewhere tangible so you can see yourself reflected back at you and find yourself at the other end of it. Journaling is really a powerful way to be your best self and I'm so grateful that I get to share these insights and learnings with you through these episodes. So to close quick reminder of the resources, the follow-up resources that are available for you. I really invite you to download the free list journaling tool. You'll find a link in the show notes and it's available on the Best Self Co website. It's a really powerful, powerful way to step into, step into journaling. And as far as a prompt goes, what I invite you to do this week is I invite you to write a letter. And I actually invite you to write a letter to your best self. Who do you imagine your best self is? What do you imagine your best self is doing? Who do you imagine your best self is being? And what do you imagine your best self is having? What is their impact? Who are they with? Just create that possibility from where you are right now, because in the process you'll 
create this vision that you can step into, a vision that can pull you forward. See how that lands, see how that feels when you craft this letter in your journal. As always, if you've enjoyed this episode, I invite you to share and um, leave a review. It would be amazing because it helps this podcast get seen by more people, by the by people that are curious to learn about journaling. I have been Georgina Almashady. You can f- find me on Instagram as Georgina Almashady. We are Best Self Co. And until next time, get to writing. <laughs>